Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm back once again, another week. Uh, you know, I'm your host, Michael Bell. Uh, I usually have good stories. My Falcons lost. My Hawks been losing. I don't know what's wrong with my Hawks. The White House said, girl. But I got a root for them, even though they got dunked on nasty like the other day. <sighs> the life of the Atlanta fan. I'm going to go to a parade down in Atlanta. You haters going to hate going to say I'm lying. I promise you I'm going to a parade. One day. One day. Anyway, man, we got another week. It's a lot of uh, news stories out. Uh, We're going to try to touch on as many of them as possible. But you know what I do before? I always have a special guest with me. Today, I got a special guest. Let me tell you something. So I met this guy years ago. Uh, uh, He was quiet back then. But got to know him through football, uh, got to know him in life. Really good brother. Has done a lot of growth since I met him. Uh, I'm proud to know him, and I've always spoke highly of him and never said anything bad about him. A uh, couple times he said some old slanderous stuff. That's just because he's a slanderer. But uh Really dope dude, I'm telling you, y'all gonna enjoy this podcast. Listen, I, when I tell when I talk to y'all about these guys, I'm not making it up. Each one of these guys, I speak to them from the heart. I speak about them from the heart. I tell you, I've never said anything bad about this dude. And he's always been honest with me. Best quality about him. Introducing my homeboy, Ant, to the show. What up, Ant? What's going on? His feel? real name is Anthony, but I don't know if he wants me to call him that. Hey, I mean, you can say that, but you you know, you don't have to be all suave with it like that. Oh, Anthony. You know. I mean, I just want to call, I mean, I'll call you Ant. I know the latest call you Ant. There he go. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, man. How you how you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing good, man. Doing good, man. It's cold in Georgia today. Very, very. We're not used to that. Never used to that. It was just 75 degrees the other day. I know it's December. I know I'm spoiled, but jeez. Man, we tro- we tropical people, man. I'm telling you, man. We're not used to this. I'm trying to be close to, to my motherland. Mm, straight up. <laughs> we got time for all this coldness and stuff. Man. I promise you, it's been so warm this fall and winter. We're going to have a nasty winter at the end. I, I, I know it. Yeah, January is is going to get crazy. Like, I'm I'm not looking forward to it at all. I'm not getting stuck in the snow. Not again. Nope. Well, Georgia will be shut down already by the end, so. Uh, let's hope. <laughs> I'm not even going to work that time. Did yeah. you get stuck in the ice storm that time? Oh, no. I left. I, hey, the, the, the flu came on, the stomach virus. <laughs> You know, nine eleven, all all of that happened. You know, in that wingspan of three hours. So I I got out of there and I got home. All right, that's his bit. I got stuck in there for nine. Was it nine hours? No, no, it was like eleven. 
11? Yeah, 11 hours. Did you get paid, though? Nope. See, I had 11 hours, 11 I hours on the road. I would have counted that as a hostage situation. <laughs> and I would be like, hey, I need my money, and I need it now. I will say this. I remember I had a boss, uh, HR boss, and she was like, you can stay if you want to. And I was like, man, I'm out. I was like, I got a truck. I'm good. <laughs> I was good. Everybody else wasn't. Yeah. That's what took so long is I had to drive around all the stuck vehicles. Like I remember one time I got to if you ever been to Georgia, it's um Georgia's like hilly. So yeah. so if you you know, I mean steep hills, like houses sit on hills around here. A lot of inclines. Man, I went down this one street up in Buckhead and I called my wife. I said, Baby, I'm in Carmageddon. <laughs> I, I it was like a steep hill and at the bottom like it was a steep hill going down and a steep hill go up yeah all the cars was at the bottom it was like 12 cars down there man I hit the brakes slowly put that monkey reverse <laughs> man it was people trying to tow people out of there I was like oh nah they the ones that make it worse actually yeah because you 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 know better than that like if you already know it's below freezing and it's raining and that temperature gets low then people like people down here already don't know how to drive man i was so glad to get home and to be honest i only got home because i decided to really start breaking the law like at first i was like trying to just drive the streets be patient yeah after a while i got so frustrated I drove over a median, got off on the exit, realized nobody's downtown. Yeah. Drove through downtown, got stuck on my side again, but I drove around like, I, I was like, man, I got a truck. We're going to test it today. Hey, thug life, man. Hey, and from that day on, I will always have a truck. <laughs> all right, man, I don't mean to bore y'all with all that, man, but you know what I'm saying? It's my podcast. I can talk about what I want to. Um, anyway, you know how we start. We always cleanse ourselves with the Got Beef segment, where we always like to get all that negative energy off our chest. Uh, these are going to be some interesting ones. Uh, I will start. Okay. Uh, I got beef, Ant. Okay. Oh. What's, the, what's the beef, man? What's on your chest? First of all, I like Tammy Rivera. Mm -hmm. If y'all don't know, that's Waka Flocka's wife. Flocka. Flint. Uh, and I like Waka Flocka, actually. He's, um, he's actually intelligent. Yeah. So she decided to have an interview because, you know, they kind of broke up earlier this year or on the verge of getting a divorce. For the 30th time. Yeah. Um, Waka Flocka was like, nah, no, nah, not my baby. <laughs> and he went and got her. Mm -hmm. I mean, he put in work. He went in. He really put in work. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost begged that woman. I ain't got no problems with it. Beg for your woman to stay. I ain't got a problem with so, you. So did the rehab count? I don't know. No. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I guess we have. All I know is the begging worked. She took them back. Mm -hmm. They look happier than ever. Right. So she was basically like, look, man, if you just walk away from a, a good relationship because that dude cheated and he's a really good dude and he loves your old child and he loves you, then she thinks that's weak. Enter the flock of pigeons. Yeah. From every social media, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. They were, they went ham. Oh, so I'm weak because I leave my cheating man? No, you weak because you stayed out of blah, blah, blah. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm not here to say whether or not Tammy was weak or strong to stay. 
that's not me for me to judge because every scenario is different. Right. What I do got a problem with is you people who won't let happy people be happy. Be happy for happy people. Yes. All right. If she is happy being in a relationship where her man cheated, but she feels like he's good now, what's it to you? What's it to you? And if you read the interview, she really didn't. She wasn't like, if you leave your man, you weak. She was like, look, if I was to leave my man and dispose of this relationship that I really want, then I think that's weak. She's entitled to her opinion. Exactly. Let happy people be happy, man. You ain't got to interject your thinking on everything. So, man, the birds was flocking, man. Knowing they'll be the first one to try to get in free before 10 and be all <laughs> up in Waka Flocka VIP section trying to get trying to get a bottle. Man, bye. Right. The the crazy part is the birds, they all were common. You ever seen pigeons downtown? They all together, most of them look alike. You might find one or two that's different. They all were common birds. That's it. They were single and miserable. Bitter. Ooh, man, the, the single miserable birds, they come together and they just chirp, 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 and, and that was it. Move as a unit. That was it. Misery loves company, man. Look, I always tell people, if you want to be happy and single, that's fine. If you want to be in a relationship and happy, that's fine. If you want to be unhappy and in a relationship, that's your choice. If you want to be unhappy and by yourself, that's fine too. But some of y'all are unhappy and alone and lonely <laughs> and that's a totally different thing because you don't want to be alone but your decisions made you alone not the other part you know what I'm, let's move on I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna i'm just saying be accountable for your actions you know what i'm saying right you will leave a dude because he'd be like oh he cheated but he was such a great dude but i'm strong so i'm gonna be by myself and you still by yourself meanwhile that dude is married probably and you're still miserable and you still miss that's the word. Yeah. God, go get you an Xbox or an NES classic or something. Just get you a wine cooler or something. You're still miserable. Right. Four years later. <laughs> Four. Another one. Another one. That ends my rant. I'm, I'm gonna let it go because I don't want to get in too much trouble, man. Yeah. All right, man, we want to hear your rant. What you got beef with, bro? Man. Uh my rant. Um you know what? I, I just gotta say it. I'm I'm tired of all of these random challenges, man. I'm tired of it. I'm what do you mean by challenges? You 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 see it's all over social media. You know, one day you have the mannequin challenge, then indeed, and next thing you got this backpack challenge that I've been seeing. I don't know what that is. That's and after that, it's it's like it's it gets to the point where it gets ridiculous, and it gets to some challenges that it just get raunchy and ratchet, and it makes no sense. True, true. And uh, I'm, I'm sick of it. And I guess the reason I'm sick of it is because you start off with a good thing. Mm -hmm. It gets popular. Mannequin Challenge was good. It was very good. It blows up. And then you always have those two or three people that takes it and, and just, just drives it in the ground. True, true. Dri drives it in the ground. And I'm sick of it. It, it. it drives me crazy. Can you describe for everyone the backpack challenge? Because, see, I'm watched. I, I, I'm not. I'm not cool. I ain't hip. I'm a lame. I almost finna get a rocket chair to put on my porch. I'm wise. You gotta describe it. I seen it, but I don't get it. So I, get, I guess it's me and you both, man. Like, okay, this is the backpack challenge. So think of the Soul Train line, and 
if you don't know what the Soul Train line is, then I, I guess I just need to stop talking right now. But I don't it, think people that young listening to this podcast. If you do, let me know because we need to set up a tutorial for you bet, to help you out. Bet. Go cool. ahead. But okay, backpack challenge. Think of the Soul Train line down of the middle of the school hallway. You have two people, and they will be running, running down the hallway full speed, while everybody standing on the sidelines will throw fully loaded backpacks at you. And your goal is to make it through that line <laughs> standing, or if you fall, then you fail the challenge. Now, I know Mike has seen a few of these videos. I have, unfortunately. I've seen a lot of them because even though it's stupid, it was kind of funny. But uh, these kids weren't throwing no, you know, over the over the shoulder bags or anything. These kids was in tutorial programs. <laughs> we talking about. Hey, I'm in this program, that program, junior ROTC, health class, science class. Man, you name it. The book bags look like they're about 80 pounds. And hey, I know I saw a book. I was like, dude, they got three Algebra 2 books in that bag. Man, like crazy. And one kid, one kid took a bag to the face, and I felt so bad after I stopped laughing for six minutes. And he tried to laugh away his pain, but it didn't work. It, it, it just his face work. turned red. It didn't work at all. And it is, it's challenges like this that makes me wonder about our future. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And sadly, these kids are going to run the country someday. Ooh. Or did I go too far by saying that? Uh, yeah, we already got one dummy in there. <laughs> so uh, this is not a political podcast. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of the challenges too, but at the same time, I'm watched, so I got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be the old man that's always like, another challenge? Oh, God. Like, but it's been some ones, and I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. I saw one, they called it out. Uh, this girl, she posted something like, natural and dark skin challenge and she took a picture of herself and she was the only one doing the challenge so you're just gonna create your own challenge <laughs> I had a problem with that I got a problem with that like you just sitting over here trying to pop off like and that's, I, that's I guess, too much I guess I try to see the good and the bad side of it like the good side of it you do see some positive things you know despite seeing negative stuff on a daily basis that's very true and, but at the same time, on the other side of things, you it makes me wonder, like, is common sense really common anymore? Nope. Nothing common about common sense True. at all. True. Nothing. Man. By the fact that you will take a fully loaded book bag to the face. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, yeah, see, I wouldn't have did that. As, as big as I am, I have asthma. I don't need to get hit in the chest. Yeah, mm -mm. and I have a baby face, so <laughs> if I take a backpack to the face, like we we fighting <laughs> on sight, on sight, just straight hands. All right, so people, listen, we like the challenges when they're cool. Just just don't force it. Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah, don't don't force it. Just don't force it. it. You're doing too much. The mannequin challenge was cool. Uh, I think it was another one that was kind of yeah. They had um. I had a dub challenge. That yeah. was high. You know, saw some challenge. old pictures of some people. But uh, yeah, y'all gotta chill out. Yeah, after after a certain point, man, is you, you gotta kill it. If you want to sit up here and force all these challenges and force me to see it on my timeline, I'm gonna block you. 
Yeah. And then the second thing I'm going to do is suggest that you do an HIV challenge. Oh, 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 oh. See how that works out for you. Well, that's not right. I shouldn't have said that. As long as they're not. I apologize. Way. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. That was a bad idea. Let's talk about some more bad ideas. Cam Newton's clothes. Um, oh. oh, I tell you what. If I see Cam Newton's ankles one more time. Man, put some socks on, young man. Put some lotion on before you put the socks Jesus, on. Jesus, I don't want to see your ankles. You make, you make all that money and can't get you some Jergens or, or something. Hey, man, Lubaderm is three fifty for the big box. You know, even if you you know cocoa butter, Jergens, you know Vaseline, the 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 old school. You know, you, you dip your hand, yeah, your hand in there. You know, your mama used to rub it on your face. Yeah, see, you know what? I say Vaseline because you know I done grown up. I made some money now. Uh, I ain't rich, I'm broke. But uh, I actually, my mom used to buy petroleum jelly. That's oh, what man. she bought. I mean, that thing looked like Crisco in the jaw. Man. And she would slather your face up. Yeah. That's about the best way I can describe it. Because uh, she, she did not want you getting sick. Was that a Southern thing? No, because if you remember that episode on Martin, you know, oh, G- yeah. you know Gina, she... Yeah, she put the she Vaseline about, on. She fight. about to fight. What was her name? Miss Trinidad. Yeah, Miss Trinidad. She, she she broke it out like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nah, it ain't finna go down. Well, see, like my that. mom used to put it on my face just to go to school in the morning, just you know, yeah. moisturize your face. Meanwhile, she clogging all my pores. <laughs> yeah, and I I got drowned in it. Like I I actually had a dream once that I was drowning in it and in petroleum jelly. In petroleum jelly, it it was crazy. Face looked like wet leather. Yeah. <laughs> just bad. Anyway, man, so Cam Newton, we even talk about his clothes, of course, Cam Newton was not able to start in the last Panthers game in which they got blown out. Very by the Seattle Seahawks. And we learned later that Coach Rivera basically told him you're not gonna start. That's the rule because you did not Adhere to the dress guidelines. Mm-hmm. I think it's something about he didn't wear a tie, something like that. I don't know. Who knows? It's a bunch of things. He probably told it to him because he wore them leopard pants with gold leaf on them. <laughs> he don't wore a lot of. Jesus I, Christ! I just want to find who his stylist is and like just punch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that them clothes is jacked up. But anyway, so he told him he couldn't start, and he meant it. He started Derrick Anderson. I think Darius Anderson threw a interception like on the second pass or something like that. Yeah. And then Cam Newton came in. Everybody was figuring out what's going on. But Cam, Coach Rivera basically said he don't want to treat Cam Newton differently than he does the other guys. Right. Do you think Coach Rivera was right about doing that? I, I think he was right because. Really? Your starting cornerback, former MVP of last year, you're going to bench him. Hey, rules are rules. And you still alive in the playoffs? Well, not now, but uh, technically, mathematically. Okay, well, yeah, mathematically, mathematically, yeah, they were alive in the playoffs. But no, is at, at some point, you know, you you got to set the rules. You you have to, because if this person think he can do this, get away with this, and one one day, then hey, everybody think they can do it. But isn't that just sports in general? Like you always got maybe. Let's say five to eight players in each league, they could do what they want. That's true, but at the same time, golden childs is what I call them. Oh, some golden childs. Cam Newton's golden child. I mean, he's he's everywhere. He was everywhere, but was he the golden childs when he was complaining about the calls that wasn't being called? I mean, all lives matter. So. <laughs> 
I mean, well, well. <laughs> I, I mean, I I still think he's golden child. He's everywhere. Uh, you know, he he got he's being marketed. You know, to be yeah. a golden child, a, yeah. a face of the NFL. Uh, I always challenge. I always say this, especially with football, because you, your face is covered up all the time. Right. If my wife can recognize who you are, then you popular. Wow! So my wife can see you on TV and be like, "That's Cam Newton. I know him. She knows that face." Yeah. I, I um. So he's a golden child. You know. You got some others. You know. One just retired, Peyton Manning. Was he really the golden child? Of- oh yeah, Peyton Manning was golden child of the NFL. Compared to Tom Brady? Yeah, both of them were. Both of them were. You couldn't touch neither one of them. They could do whatever they want to. Well, okay. Listen, listen. Tom Brady is in talks of being the MVP of this league this year. He is playing well. Yeah. But Tom Brady is in talks of being the MVP when he was suspended four games for cheating. True or false, I don't know, but we know you were suspended for cheating. How can you ever be up for MVP? I, I do not know. I don't care what your numbers is or what your team does. You were suspended for cheating. Mm, well, So you tell me, the fact he's even in MVP conversation makes him a golden boy. You know what? I'll give you that because um, I, I just had to remember that, that little situation that came up after – um, last season with Peyton Manning, you know about that whole uh, oh in, co- in Tennessee, yeah, yep. that was covered up well. Yeah, that was that was really covered. That up. was covered up well. And then you know later on, what a couple months, few months after that, then they came back. Oh, he's good. You they know. washed it off again. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I, I okay. I, Meanwhile, he doing Papa John commercials. Yeah, he living it up. Get, getting getting free insurance. You did. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I think certain people are golden boys and they're going to be treated with preferential treatment. Right. I don't I don't know if that's fair. Is that fair? No, it's not fair. No, it ain't fair. <sighs> but this is business though. And that's bad for business. You think so? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to I mean, think about it. Suspending Tom Brady hurt uh, the league because the face one of the faces of the NFL is not out there. I, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, it just made more focus on Tom Brady what he was doing off the field activities. That's true. That's true. Uh, I, I take it a lot of people debate whether this guy was a face of the NFL. Michael Vick, when he was in Atlanta, to me was a golden child. Like I mean, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons rolled him out in a wheelchair. Yeah, the owner. Yeah, Arthur yeah. Blank. That's Golden Child status. Yeah, that that is. So when he wasn't on the field, the numbers took a hit. Like remember, Atlanta Falcons at one point they had no problem selling out that dome when Michael Vick was here. We got all the problems, and we're a better team now. And and now and now Michael Vick can't even get a text back. Oh. Like what? Not even for number two, number three, number three nothing, spot. Nothing. He getting curved out here, man. Meanwhile, Ryan Fitzpatrick is <sighs> flourishing in New York Jets. <laughs> Geno Sm- broke jaw. Smith still got a job, man. So I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, I get what you're saying. It's like it's bad because you think about the other umpteen thousand players that's in the league. They don't get that same treatment, but don't you expect that? I expect it, but that don't make it right. 
I mean, even even the media gives them preferential treatment. But see, the media is the main one. That's, the, that's the problem right okay, now. Okay, talk about it. I want to hear it. Go ahead. Hey, come on now. Man, this, that ain't no big secret. Man, the media have been blowing stuff out of proportion for years, whether it's been from presidential scandals to sports mm-hmm. to music. Yeah. You name it. it. Media always, always blows it out of control and they never take the heat for it. That's very true. Never. Ever, they, ever, ever. They hype beats. Yo, um, so, well, see, I know I got some younger viewers. I learned that I date myself a lot. I make myself old. Um, young, you only young as you feel, man. Yeah, I feel young too. Young. Uh, so Buster Rhymes, I don't know if you ever seen him perform. Not Fat Buster, like Skinny Buster, right. Big Dreadhead Buster. Right. He always had this guy with him, Spliff Star. He was the superb hype man. Okay, for the people that don't know who Spliff Star was, that was Buster Rhymes' hype man. Yeah. And he was really legit. So the media is the Spliff Star to these superstars. Yes. They are super hype beasts. Yes. They here to they here to just sing your praises. It don't matter if you had a bad game. It's everybody else's fault. Yeah, it is. It really is. And and people people don't know. Like if, if you're a celebrity if you're a, a popular sports figure, et cetera, et cetera, whether you do something good, whether you do something bad, nine out of 10, if this the media, they're going to turn it into something bad. Ooh, that's true. Because that's what sells. That's true. And if they don't like you, ooh. ooh. i tell you somebody, this, this is not football. This is baseball. Barry Bonds should have no problem getting in the Hall of Fame. Not because of the steroids part, but because of what he did before yeah. the steroids part. That man was unstoppable. He was. But he never liked the media. He never wanted to talk to the media. He didn't give interviews, and he's paying for it. So would you say Barry Bonds was kind of Marshawn Lynch's? Ooh. Yes. To a certain extent. Because the truth is, uh, the media don't like Marshawn Lynch. Exactly. I'm going to tell you the worst things that happened to the media with Marshawn Lynch was the stories that would come out about his – uh, philanthropy and him giving back. The media was so shocked. They was right. like, they, we just thought he was a thug. Nah, he just didn't want to talk to you. Actually, you go to Richard Sherman. Yeah. Everybody, everybody didn't know Richard Sherman. Hey, he was big Ivy League school. Stanford. Got a degree. What is it, Stanford? Yeah, Stanford. Yeah. No. No. Not Stanford, not Harvard. It was. Was it Stanford? I want to say it was Stanford. Yeah, it might be Stanford. Correct me if I'm wrong. We'll check that later. Yeah, we'll check that later. Don't worry about it. But All yeah. right, go ahead. But yeah, big Ivy League school, got a degree, real intelligent. Hey, this kid from Cali. Yep. He's actually back in the hood with Marshawn, giving out turkey. Exactly. Donating money, clothes, all this, this, that, and the third. Oh, he did go to Stanford. Hey, there we go. We so, own it. So yeah, exactly. Like, we, you know... The media, they were so hype beasts, ready to label them thugs and outlaws and all that stuff. And these guys are highly intelligent. Yeah. Like when, when everybody found out Marshawn saved all that money, that was a huge story. It wouldn't be no it wouldn't be no story if Tom Brady saved a bunch of money. Right. But Marshawn saved money. Oh my God, he didn't spend it on the Lamborghini. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's just what it is. When you the golden boy, it, it happens. So just talking about Cam Newton, do you think that that divided the locker room? Do you think uh, Ron Rivera is now a – how should I say? Do you think Ron Rivera is public enemy number one, even though he took him to the Super Bowl last year? 
No, I don't. Honestly, I don't think it make him public enemy number one. Um, Cause when I look at Carolina, especially from a team perspective, like they're they're already unified. You know, you look at them last season, even when they had a very successful season, and they was getting on my last nerve, very last nerve, dabbing in every single game. Um, but I think inside of the organization, especially you looking at Coach Rivera. Like they, every everybody respects Coach Rivera a lot. I, I do believe that. I do believe they respect him, but I do think it's drawing a line in the locker room. You think so? Yeah. Nobody, no coach is above their team, no matter who it is. I think the only coach that's really above his team is Belichick and Coach Popovich. Hmm. I don't think it's nobody else. Really? Nobody else is above their team. Any of them can lose in a rift with a player. And if this causes a rift between him and Cam, Rivera's out of there. Even Pete Carroll? Oh, yeah. Pete Carroll goes to war with Russell Wilson. They picking Russell Wilson. Facts. Sorry, is facts. So that Super Bowl with the Patriots, mm-hmm. last play, Yep. they decide to throw it. Yeah. And not run it. Mm-hmm. Who takes the blame? Oh, that that was the coach took that blame. Russell Wilson threw that pick. And he's and, and if you I know you know, if you don't know nothing about football, he threw it behind the person on a slant. But go ahead. Yeah, he okay, he did, but I The guy had to slow down just to get to it and it got picked off. Anyway, go ahead. But I don't know. It was uh it was a lot of people blaming Russell Wilson. Hey, just for that very same thing. Just for that very same thing. He light skinned and got curly hair and he oh, made money. I just, come on, come on now. Oh, okay. we, we can't we can't play that card. All right, not no. not yet at least. Okay, I'll hold the card. Let me not put yet. it away. Let me put it back. But yeah, a lot. I heard a lot of feedback. I mean, it wasn't everybody, but a lot of feedback. It was like, oh, I I wouldn't blame put the blame on Pete Carroll. Uh, if if Russell Wilson. Uh, if he would have put the ball in the right spot, it, it wouldn't have been intercepted, all this, that, and the third. I was like, well. Yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I just think I think there's certain coaches that's really above their players, and if they go to war with a player, like if, if, if Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson got into a media beef, which is every time an interview, shade is being thrown, they're getting, they getting Pete Carroll up out of here. Yeah. Just like I think – as much as Ron Rivera is respected, he go to war with Cam Newton about this if he wants to. Oh, I understand. And you're going to be up out of here. Yeah. He going to be gone. They're going to look at this year. They're going to look at last year like it was an anomaly. Yeah. And be like, you holding Cam back. But, I mean, even with Carolina right now, you even go back to that whole Josh Norman situation. Like, does it go up to the owners, the top organization? Did it come down to the coaches? Did it come down to Cam? About whether or not he stayed? Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, that's that's all owners. Everything that matters is the bottom line. But I don't, I don't know because you, you look at, you know, you look at the, the warm-ups they was doing and the practices offseason, and, and Cam kind of choked some talent into Josh Norman. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I won't. I won't debate that. I won't debate that. Yeah. No. But you know what I'm saying. I just think uh, going to war with Cam Newton's probably not the best move for Ron Rivera. 
I do respect him for it because he publicly say, I'm going to treat you like everybody else. Right. And that might feel good for it because he probably told some other guys, you're not starting because you don't have on a tie. Right. Those are the rules. Have you ever been in a situation where you've been treated for, with preferential treatment? Uh, no, because I was, wasn't was that very talented at sports. I just made it look like I was very talented <laughs> at sports. That's not true. <laughs> But no, to honestly answer that question, no, I, I haven't had any preferential. So you on the other side, you saw people get treated with preferential oh, yeah, treatment. All the time. Did that bother you? Or did you did you just not care? I mean, it was a little bit of both. It bothered me, but at the same time, it didn't phase me as long as I got to do what I do. Maybe that's the way I feel the way I feel, because uh I've been treated with preferential treatment before. I've been a good employee before. Mm-hmm. Uh and I've been the good kid on the block before. You know, I just I, I I know that I've been treated better than other people before. Right. But to me, I thought I earned it. Like I worked hard, I did what I was supposed to do, I earned everything that I got. I got treated prefer with preferential treatment because I put it in the work and I didn't bother the person that gave me the preferential treatment. Right. So I, maybe Cam's like, Look, I earned this. I should earn to not wear a tie sometimes. Even though it might have been a ridiculous looking tie, but it probably was a ridiculous looking tie if he did have one on. Yeah. So let me get let me ask you this before we move on. Tony Gonzalez, he did an interview and was and he basically said Cam thinks he's above the team and he needs to get that check and that's what Ron Rivera did. You think that's true? You yeah. think it wasn't about the tie, but he had to check Cam new? Oh yeah, he he did most definitely. I I, I will agree with that because I sometimes think Cam news love. Little, yeah, I mean that's he's a little extra. He's beyond extra. I mean, but you know what? Perfect example. Uh, I think it was an NFL commercial that came out a year, two years ago. Uh huh. And um, it had Cam Newton in it and Greg Olson. Okay. Greg Olson, I think, was in the little ice tub, icing down. I remember that. And I think. I think Cam Newton came in like, "Hey, you in my tub?" Right. Oh yeah. It's plenty of other tubs right right here, but you have to have this specific tub. That was right there in the commercial. That's right in your face. That's true. That's true. I'm gonna tell you, if he has that much of a diva status, this this thing with Ron Rivera is not dividing the locker room. Cam Newton's actions is doing that. Yeah, that is true. And plus, you ain't playing good enough to do have any preferential treatment. To be honest, this year. Oh no. Sorry, no more dabbing this year. It ain't fun. You ain't smiling. Yeah, they they got tape on you now, Cam. You, you back the hoodie, Cam? Mm-hmm. They're just making that same blank face like Eli. It Manny. was a, it was all lives matter when you was good, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Moving on, man. To a loop. I, I don't want to make this a sad podcast, but. Uh, in case you guys didn't hear, former USC running back, former New York Jets running back, and cornerback uh, Joe McKnight was recently killed in a road rage incident. Sad. That's sad. Uh, it's the second one that I've heard of because yeah. Will Smith earlier this year was killed in a road rage incident. The, uh, I mean, why? Why? I know road rage exists. I, I guess I just feel like athletes should understand it exists and not be a part of it like if you're gonna kill me it's gonna be because of something else not because of road rage yeah and it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy because it, when i when i saw this story it was i was like we we just went over this when uh will smith and 
I was like, whoa, what's going on? I think both of them was in New Orleans too. Yeah, yeah, it, and it is. It's, it's always something about New Orleans and such a beautiful city, you know. Shout like, out New Orleans. You know, NOLA. Crawfish. All day, but it. Gave us Master P. Uh, gave us Wody. All of that. Gave us Juvie. I'm not gonna claim Lil Wayne. Sorry, <laughs> not gonna do it. Okay, shout And out. I'm not claiming Baby either. Free BG. But yeah, <laughs> what you talking about? But uh, yeah, man, for for that to be such a beautiful city, the the culture, the history, heritage there, it, it's a it's a lot of stuff going on down there. But see, if you in New Orleans and you know that, why are you in road rage incidents? If you know, like your city savage. Yeah, that part I don't agree with. Like, are athletes just ignorant to what can happen with road rage? Like. I'm not going to say they're all ignorant. I'm going to say a small percentage of them ignorant. It, it kind of goes back to, hey, they think they're almost above the law just because they're celebrities. But I think it goes further. Not only do I think they're above the law, I think they're above just the day-to-day dangers of life. Like I think because they work out, they swole, like they hopping out the car like, I could beat anybody up. No, you can't. I've seen small dudes knock out people. That's what I'm saying. I was like, you know, ta- tackling somebody or, you know, trucking somebody is totally different from hand-to-hand combat. Trying to tell y'all. You know, when you catch somebody that's probably did a three-to-five bid, you know, and then had to fight for his life a couple of times, that's something you probably don't want to come across. Yeah. So it's a, like I said, I don't want to stick on this too much. Uh, uh, prayers out to his family. Yes. Prayers out to Will Smith's family because they're going through the uh, trial right now. Definitely. Uh, we won't go into the details. If you want no details, just Google it. Yeah. It's sad. Very. Um, but just talking about road rage. Do you have road rage? Yes, I do. Why? Because, and um, a, a, a good friend. He he's he's pretty much my brother, and he he broke this down to me. As far as driving here in Atlanta, okay, in Georgia, you have to realize, okay, right now you have a lot of you have a lot of people that's not from Atlanta that's here in Atlanta. That's now. true. That's very true. So, transient city. You know, some of those people might be from up north, west, midwest, true. wherever. But a lot of them didn't have to use cars. They had tr- public transportation. To this is on. true. This is very true. So when you take them from that environment to a different environment where you have to drive, where you need a car, and they getting a license out of a cereal box. Oh, man. You know, that, that kind they of... They are learning to drive here. You know, you learning to drive here out of all places, that, that causes problems. So why you got road rage, though? Why you just can't be like, ah, I'm upset, but they let it go? No, because people make some of the worst decisions in their life behind the wheel of a car. (laughs) Like what? What sets you off? Give me a couple things that set you off. All right. Um, Because I don't have road rage, so I don't don't get it. Okay, I'll give you one. All right, just just the main one. The main one. If I'm in the turning lane. Okay. If I'm in the turning lane and you see it's like 10 cars back. And you gonna try to cut all the way up to the front of the oh, line, okay? Yeah. And then stop. Don't even stop at at the red light. You gonna stop like maybe four cars, yeah, 
four cars back, and then you're going to put your blinker on and sit there and then hold traffic up on the other side. That's, yeah, that's no, true. No, I'm not letting you over. And if you come over, I'm tearing the car. Oh, my goodness. Try it if you want to. You're going to get all, <laughs> you're gonna get all of this 1992 Oldsmobile 88. You're getting all of it. I promise you. And it will not hurt my car. I got good insurance. You're some of those people that can't have a truck. Oh, don't let me get a truck. Do you, do you can you can't have a truck because you gonna want to you gonna run the rear end somebody. Uh, oh no, nah, because if I get a truck, I'm what, what's them things they have on the front of them trains back in the day? A cow catcher. Oh yeah, I'm getting one of them mounted on <laughs> the day of the purchase of the truck. Um, as soon as I see, boom, just oh, what was that? That was a stick. Okay. All right. So okay, I'm not gonna lie. That irritates me too. I don't get upset. I actually let the people over. See, you're nice. I let I let you because I rather just let you over than. Everybody getting upset. Like, I just let you. But see, if you do that, then that just put in their head, oh, he let me over so I can do it again at the next. Life. So you just going to teach him a lesson? The life. And do it again at the No, oh. no, no. They can't do it. No, no, not today. I'm not going to lie. You, you're similar to my wife. My wife has mm-hmm. rate. If she comes home, I might ask her during the podcast. If she, I might ask her and yeah. give a story. Because no. my wife, she does not let people over. You don't get to get over. I'm like, you might you might catch me on a good day. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. You might catch me on a good day. I'd be like, you know, all right, come on, whatever. You gonna you gonna mess around T bone somebody. All right, give me another one. Give me something else that causes road rage. Oh man. Especially nighttime. If you have your high beams on in traffic mm-hmm. and you're behind somebody. Okay, now that that does tick me off. On site. That that does take me off. That because that, that I will get behind you and turn my high beams off. That's what I'm saying. That's that's unsafe. First and foremost, that's unsafe because especially if your car sits higher than another car, all those lights that's in my side mirror. Yeah, that's in my rearview mirror. You pretty you practically blinding that driver. So okay, you can't see that 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 is that's my biggest pet peeve. So when you have road rage, uh, you know what? I, I don't want to incriminate nobody. Um. What are the rules of road rage? Because before this show, we watched a video. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Uh, I might post a link to it. Um, but it Man. was two women that got in a fight over a parking spot. Man. Uh, they first got into fisticuffs, uh, started throwing hands, and then they got into each other's vehicles and decided to play bumper cars. Man, no, it was more like demolition derby. Yeah. Um. So these was these were some very nice vehicles. Like they must have. Yeah, money. I think one of them was like a BMW. Like they was tearing them up. Yeah, they was upset. They were going at it. So what's the rules to road rage? I mean, as far as rules, I I don't know if it's really rules. Yes, it is because Joe McKnight and Will Smith. First of all, they both did something that I don't agree with. You don't get out your vehicle. That's that's true. for road rage. You don't get out your vehicles, people crazy. Yeah, both of them forgot, and both of them learned a hard lesson. Like I said, prayers up to their family. I'm sorry that happened. That's but you got to stay in your vehicle during road rage. That's true. Period. Well, if we if we doing the rules, I guess for me, I break it down. Like, okay, if it if one of the situations I just explained happened, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if if it's a single lane, if it break off the two lanes, you know, I might I might. Speed up, you know, get on alongside. I give you that look, like, hey. Oh, the look, okay. Like, that's a warning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't do it no more. You ever, you ever pull up to give that look? 
And they know they did something wrong, so they and look they, straight yeah, ahead. They, 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 they will not look at you. They, hmm, hmm, <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, what did I? Oh, I dropped it. Okay. Yeah. The light yeah. green. They, yeah. yeah, they'll do that quick. Okay, I, I, I see that one. That's a safe one. I can, I yeah. can deal with that. Or, or the other one, you know, if they behind me and they following too close, you know, I, I give them that quick break check. Like, hey, back up. Oh, man. Back up. You know what I'm saying? Hey. You, you're too close, man. Jesus. You're too close, man. Okay. Okay. What are you going to do if they hit you? You ain't going to hurt my car. Oh, my goodness. Hey, hey they ain't going to hurt my car. And then they're going to get the ticket. They were following too close. Okay. I'm going to be like, hey, he had a high beams on. I can't see. Uh, I think you said one earlier. I think that's fair game to. If they got the high beams on. It's fair game to get behind them and throw your high beams on. Yeah, I'll throw the high beams on. And then anything else. Anything else, you just going to see me going off in my car in the rear view or you going to see me at the red light. Like, if it gets to that point where I literally have to get out the car. Yeah. Mm, what yes. about honking the horn? Oh, I lay on the horn. Oh, come on now. That's a violation. How that's a violation? No, nah, you can't do that, man. How? That's, that's okay. Honk the horn and let them know they did something wrong. But you going to lay on it like. Okay. Like for a long period of time? Okay, okay. So. Okay, I give you another one. Say so. Say like the light turned green. Okay, and they on the phone texting. All right, you got three Mississippis. <laughs> you got three Mississippis. <laughs> After that third one, you know I two. Yeah. Okay. But if you still there, I'm laying on it. I'm laying on it. <laughs> okay. And then they gonna have the nerve to get mad. That's what I don't understand. You sitting here holding up the light. You know people got places to be. This, this, this man probably late to work, probably done been late two times. This is his third strike. He can't be late. You you finna mess up this man's money all because you want to send that little nasty text. No, no, no. Uh-uh. No, I ain't having it. Okay. All right. So so you can honk the horn, lay on the horn. And then. Uh, break check, which I do not agree with. I mean. My wife, if you are listening to this, please don't break check nobody. I mean. If you if you amateur brake checking, no no no, <laughs> Nicole, do not do brake checks, okay. Matter of fact, I'm gonna write a note when she get her. Do not brake check. I ain't got time because somebody tries to fight her and I gotta fight. That's true, Nicole. Don't don't brake. I gotta fight. Don't brake check. Um, and if I gotta fight, then I, I my my goal is to go home, me and my wife safely. So true. You you take that. Unless your vehicle is up to six thousand pounds, no, nah, don't do it. Now I, I will say some people have hit my vehicle, and I'm the nicest person. People hit my truck, don't bother me. First of all, I had my truck hit twice, never yeah. caused any damage. So I just get out, look, be like, "You okay? You all right?" Yeah. I've never got in the accident and people just going off like, "I can't believe you." Uh, I mean, I think. I think after an accident, you know, you have so much stuff going through your mind, like you, which everybody's different, but I don't think you have time to be upset because, you know, for me, if I'm getting an accident, I'm thinking, hey, this could have happened, that yeah. could have happened, I could have lost my life, they could have lost their life, you know, all this and that, they could have had kids in the car. Yeah. You know. You could have lost your life if you have road rage. Just saying. We see examples of it. That That is. That I'm is just saying. True. 
Like I said, my first rule is do not get out the car. I don't know what's up with these athletes feeling like they can get out the car. Y'all got money. Like, if somebody hits you, you got money to get out. Of, I just don't get out the car. Dad, that's what insurance is for. Is and it? supposedly Will Smith, who, and, and we keep saying Will Smith, it's Will Smith of the New Orleans Saints. He was a defensive end. Right. Um, um, actually, a talented player. Yeah, he 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 actually led um led his team in sacks for four years straight. Yeah, Will Smith was, Will Smith was good, uh, and I'm a Falcons fan. I can say that. Yeah. Um, supposedly his wife told him not to get out. We got kids. We don't need to be getting this. Yeah. Supposedly he was on the phone with a former player, Pierre Thomas, mm-hmm. and Pierre Thomas was telling him like, "No, you don't need to get out of the vehicle." And, and I'm just like, "Was your road rage that much to where?" And don't get me wrong, sometimes it ain't you; it's the other person got road rage that ticks you off. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe in getting out of the vehicle. Yeah, I mean, I, after that point, even though it's road rage, I think you know. Self control comes into play because um, these women in this video didn't have no self control. Oh man, like that that flew out the window over the over the parking space. Man, listen, uh, uh, for my family here, because y'all family. If you listen to the podcast, you are family. Please look at this video. It is a warning sign of what not to do. I never knew that somebody would have that much disregard for their vehicle. Yeah. I mean, they really went to war in their vehicles. I mean, like, could she close that passenger door after that? No. Yeah, if you see it, the first thing, like, the lady gets in the car and she almost snaps the door off the hinge. You're talking about it it was just plastic and and BMW symbols everywhere. It was bent all the way to the hood. (laughs) It was bad. Like, was all that worth it? It can't be. I mean, when you caught the fade, like, she caught the fade, though. Oh, yeah, because she was getting drugged on the ground. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I mean. She should have put her hands up. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. She, that, she, oh, didn't, she didn't have no help. God. I feel I felt bad the first time I watched it, and then every time after that, I just laughed. Yeah. So, it, yeah, look, people. She she panicked. She didn't have, she yeah. didn't have, she didn't have another way out. She panicked. So, but would all that happen if she would have stayed in the car? No. She'd have been fine. But she wanted to get out the car and talk and get into the fisticuffs. That's yeah. what ended up with the rest of that stuff happened. Mm. I just hope that that was their vehicles. Like both the drivers, I hope that was their vehicles. I can't imagine that being one of their men vehicles and they had to bring that home. Oh, that's, oh, mm like that's another thing, bro. Rage can have can break up a relationship. Yes, because you're not gonna tell my vehicle that I pay for. Yeah, and come home and be like, what happened? She wouldn't let me get in the park spot. Oh, okay. Key, keys, please. <laughs> yes, keys. 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 And license. Give me all of it. <laughs> Take your license. All that. Give yeah. me. Give me your wallet. Just, be, be just like, you know what? What? You know what? I'm gonna send you this this Uber code. Because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm putting this out on the podcast. Many people don't know. If you ever see me or me and my wife, I'm always driving. There's a reason for that. <laughs> okay, because my wife does have road rage, and she scares me. Because I know I'm gonna go to war whenever she's driving, and then she feels away. Yeah. Every day my wife comes home, she be like, somebody almost hit me. I'm like, every day? <laughs> they were trying to get in front of me and I wouldn't let them. 
okay. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, man, let's move on. Like I said again, prayers to Joe McKnight. Uh, prayers to Will Smith and their family as they're dealing with this. Definitely. Rule of thunder we've learned on this podcast. And, and with one of us having road rage. Yeah, don't don't cut in front of that Oldsmobile. Don't try it. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> y'all right now. So rule rule of thumb, we, we debated a bunch of the rules, but one thing is for sure. Don't get out your vehicle, man. Nah, seriously. Don't get out your vehicle. I don't think nothing good comes from getting out the vehicle. Maybe I should say that. Nothing good comes out of from you getting out your vehicle. It is not. I mean, matter of fact, you take it into a whole nother level once you get out. Because if somebody, like, let's say I get into a road rage incident, which I don't have road rage, and you get out your vehicle, you're threatening my life. It's take it to another level now. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to go. It's yeah. go time. Oh, yeah. It's go time. And life ain't fair, so I don't fight fair. I got to go home. There you go. And I got work in the morning. <laughs> what we're not going to do is get into this. Nah. Okay. Then you, you don't want to explain, you know, what happened the next day. Be like, uh, so what, what's what, what's with all the scratches and oh, I fell. <laughs> you fell. You fell. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Bruised up. <laughs> Let's move on, man. Uh, uh, we was gonna talk about Gary Payton, uh, but uh, we ain't got that much time. Uh, now nah, you know what? Let's talk about this because this bothers me. Gary Payton recently admitted that the NBA is soft. And he said it's soft because it makes the game safer for kids. Of course, they were asking him a question about Draymond Green and his kicks, which I need Draymond Green to stop. Draymond. <laughs> he keeps going off a rebound. Like, I, I get it. You know, I used to grab rebounds wild when I was you know, younger. I was never the scorer. I was the rebound block shot guy. And I used to grab a rebound, throw your elbows around. He kicks. Yeah, el- elbows is one thing, but... I don't see how your leg could end up in somebody else's groin while rebounding. Or kicked uh, I think he kicked James Harden in the head. Those things yeah, like, yeah. Nah, come on. Come on, Draymond. Come on. You're too talented for that. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's, that's, but, but then again, I, I don't know. I, I saw Draymond's green um, football tape when he was at Michigan State. Oh, he was trash. I, I, after that, I was like, oh, he was trash. Okay. Okay. I mean, he parked goon. His name is Draymond. Is that's, he really goon? Yeah, that's goon. That's the goon of the uh, Golden State Warriors. If they get into a fight, Steph ain't fight. KD ain't fight. It's going to be Draymond and Zaza Pachulia. I, I don't know about KD now. After Everybody he, with a weird name is fighting. After Drake tried him that one game. Uh, man, yeah. Drake, I, I don't know. K, KD. It's was, Drake, though. <laughs> it's Drake. You made controller. You're not punking me. Controller, I knock you out, bro. Don't no. I, I don't know. He tried to punk KD. He tried, but he made controller. <laughs> Do we remember the Hotline Bling video? You're not punking nobody. That that is true. I get you're that. not doing it. All right, so yeah, Draymond's goon. So you know, with all this crazy stuff, people getting hurt, all that. Gary Payton's basically saying, look, the game got to be a lot safer. The game, the NBA has to be softer. It can't be like it used to be. Is he right? No. I totally agree. No. No. Back back in Gary Payton's time, especially in basketball, like that was that was like some of the best years of basketball ever. That's true. It was some of the best. But was it did it set a bad example for kids? Did it set a bad example for us? 
Be honest. I mean, I I watched uh, Dennis Rodman play. I watched John Sally play. I watched Bill Lambert play. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's some there's some violent games sometimes. It was very violent games, but they were also competitive games. That's true. And you don't, I don't see a lot of competitiveness in the NBA now. Ooh, I don't. That's true. And That's true. You know what? This is my podcast. We can go over time if we want to. Uh, really quick, I'm not going to stay that long on it. It's okay for y'all to be cool. Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan were cool for years. Uh, I don't want to see it before and after the game. I just don't. I don't like jersey swaps. Yeah. I'm just like, you just, you just lost. We're going to swap jerseys like everything's cool? No. Nah. Like, you you... You you on the court and your wives on the court and y'all making plans for dinner like I don't want to see that like text each other inbox each other DM each other I don't want to see it or they they show up to the to the hotel the night before the game they all on Snapchat and Instagram Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown yeah like a, a, before the game like AB like I, I like AB but but after that I was like mm. I, I just but you're right the competitiveness is gone. Like it's only a few competitors in the league now. It is, and and one of the biggest ones he retired, Kobe Bryant. Right, and and then not not only that, you look at the NBA back then too. You had multiple superstars. That's true. Multiple compared to how many now? Maybe 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 seven. If and that that's iffy. Maybe seven. That's iffy. I don't know. So that I, I think. I think yeah, the the competitiveness is 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 dead and gone. Um, so is is that what he's saying by you? It's got to be softer. I mean, the the games are still, you know, watchable. They're still watchable, but I mean, you trying to make the you trying to make a game that's you trying to make the game safer, but stuff happens. Yeah, but Draymond kicks can't. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Draymond, this this got to stop. We I'm said not, that about Dennis Rodman. Dennis, it got to stop. But but Draymond ain't Dennis. Draymond wasn't nowhere near Dennis. He the closest thing to Dennis we got. Uh, He's the closest thing to Dennis. I mean, I could be wrong, but right now on top of my head, he the closest, like the, the irritant, the... The oops! I didn't mean to punch you in the chest. That's and I want. I besides, want, besides, Ron Artest, who is there? Who I, I want to. I will never forget that elbow Ron Artest gave. Mm. <laughs> Man, I will say I, I I wouldn't want kids to see that. Him, either him or Ben Wallace. Yeah, Ben Wallace was rough. Yeah, ben, yeah, he wasn't no real goon. It's fake goon. It's fake goon. The real goon was Steven Jackson. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that was the real goon and Ron Artest. Yeah. All right, so, so just question. So you say Gary Payne won. He's not right. No, he's not right because um, it, it is like if you're going to go lax on that, I mean, I understand trying to make, you know, the game a lot safer. I understand, hey, but I don't know. It's, it's just funny. I, I, just, I just say stuff happens. Same thing. Same thing with basketball. I'm gonna say with football. Stuff happens. You know. You know what you're getting into when you're playing that game. I mean, um, I think part of it is about the safer part is he wants to. You know, he's basically saying, "Look, man, we got kids watching. We need to teach them better. Some of the flagrant fouls are 
uh, a bit too flagrant. They too much. Yeah. Um, if they call them. And dangerous. Yeah. But, I mean, they calling too many of them. There's blurring the lines here. But um, I, I can see why they're trying to make it safer. There's certain people that's just like, man, we can't have that on the court. Yeah. We can't see this on the court. You know, Draymond talking about, oh, that's just the way I kick my leg. Kick them square in the groin. Yeah. Square. Like multiple times. The root of 82, 90 degrees, hit the jackpot, <laughs> center spot, none but net, number draws, boing. Like Beavis and butthead kick. So, yeah, you got to make it safer. However, um, I think back to watching NBA as a kid, I wasn't, it wasn't a bad role model for me. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't learn bad habits. I mean, you, you still got kicked out of the game. Like yeah, I saw Chris Childs jaw Kobe Bryant. It didn't. It didn't make me want to go jaw somebody on the court. Yeah, you know. So I think I think sometimes we overprotect kids, and what I like to call the wussification of kids. Oh, well, you know, you can't wussify your kids and be like, let's make the game safer so that they can be okay. Like, I learned how to take a hard foul. Different generation, man. No blood, no foul. Who? No blood, no foul. That's a rule on the court. I ain't heard that in years. You know why? Because kids don't say it no more. <laughs> Matter of fact, kids don't even go in the paint no more unless it's a wide open lane. That that is awesome. They just want to shoot threes. But um, you know, wussification. Of, I mean, think about it. We got kids playing sports where they don't keep sport keep score. Why? Because they don't want the kids to experience losing. Can't have that. My God. Can't have that. Participation trophies. Can't have that either. I told my wife, my kid ever come home with a particip- participation trophy, you can keep it, but it's going in a drawer somewhere. Like, it's not going on my mantle. It's not going on the shelf. I'm not going to wave it around proudly. Like, look, my kid got a participation. No. You either won or you lost. Right. Strive to be a winner. I don't know how kids are going to be winners now. I mean, they're not even giving. Supposedly, they're trying to get rid of the word, the, the, the grade F. Are you serious? Yeah, they're trying to get rid of F because they feel like it uh, discourages a kid from doing better. What? <laughs> you know what discouraged me from getting the F? My mother's whooping. There you go. <laughs> when I brought home one, which I never did. I think I got a whooping for bringing home a C one time. Yeah, like. For me, it, I had to avoid that Hot Wheels track a couple times. Oh uh, yeah. Oh man, yeah. You old school. You got move. Yeah. Your, your parents old. School. She made me disconnected. Oh dang! She made you go get the Hot Wheels. Track. Yeah, she made me disconnect. I had the little loop the loop. Hey, kids don't even know what switches are anymore. No, nah, they really don't. They they got it good. Man. Okay, in case you don't know what a switch is, a switch <laughs> is a thin piece of branch off of a bush that you may have seen in your front yard. It is small. It is deadly. And it makes a loud whiff sound if your mother oh God. or father swings it very hard. Just. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. That matter of fact, that sound just yeah. made me jump a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And a quick tip. If y'all ever, if you ever, ever, kids, ever, ever hear that term, hey, go cut me a switch, cut the thickest one. Yeah, it it sounds crazy, but yeah, get the thicker one. Yeah, get the, the thicker thin one. one will cut your skin. All right, mm-hmm. and it stings. Yeah. Wow, I guess that's why they try to call this abuse. Mm-hmm. 
I won't say it. Mother, you did a great job. Love you, mama. Like, like, but my mom did hit me with the buckle part of the belt. I was like, this is not how this works. You're supposed to use the other side. Man, dad, the wooden spoon. Oh, the big wooden spoon. The one that was on the wall. Yeah. Not, not the one in, in your kitchen drawer. No, the, no. The, big, the old school black one. They had to swing it with both hands. Yeah. yeah. No. I got a woman with a watchtower one time. No. <laughs> I was uh I was outside the you know story time. I was outside talking to my friends, and my mom said, "Let's go." I don't know what, but I was like, "I got to finish this conversation." We're sitting over having a good time, and they said before I knew it, like the shadow it got darker. I saw a shadow, <laughs> and my mom popped me twice across the head with a roll of Watchtowers, no Watchtower magazines, and it was like fuck fuck. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go, <laughs> and it it wasn't that it hurt. It was, you know, it 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 is it's embarrassing. Man. It made me stronger. So you know, they don't even embarrass kids no more. No, they don't. Like I said, they ain't trying to keep score. Mm-mm. They giving away participation trophies. A lot of them. Like, geez, you know how many people on the football team? At least twenty two. You know how many trophies that is? You know how much wasted metal? And, and they said they don't do uh, the ribbons anymore because. Uh, you can't give ribbons to kids and then the winner gets a trophy. So you just got to give them a little bigger trophy. Man. So my kid wins and I... No, 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 no. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Wussification of children. So, yeah. Are we wussifying our kids by basically saying the NBA is soft and, and it works better for them? Nah. Because I don't want my kid learning from the antics of LeBron James. I just don't. Every time you get a cramp, you got to come out of the game, play through it. Or if you got to switch schools, hey, I'm taking two or three of my homies, oh, excuse me, teammates. <laughs> Friends. From this school. Supposedly. And make them transfer to the next school. Oh. Make no. it easier. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, kids do that now. If you ever play uh, video games with a kid, might play Madden, and they be like, I want to play you. You're like, all right. And you look at the settings. It's on rookie. It's like, <laughs> you don't know how to play no man. <laughs> I be scoring 130 points. Yeah, you're a rookie. Just just let the play, just run autoplay. They don't need hit no buttons, no nothing. Just run it. Let them pick it. <laughs> so, yeah, stop whistlefying your kids. Yeah, man. But Draymond, stop kicking people. Yes. I mean, it's starting to get ridiculous. Yes. He's doing scissor kicks. Uh, uh. You know, I don't watch this anymore. I don't watch wrestling anymore. It's too violent. But uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Harlem Heat. Oh, man. And Harlem Heat used to do that little side jump kick. Yes. Draymond out here doing side jump kicks. Doing Jet Lee kicks. I mean, just uh, soccer kicks. He just, he's Jason Statham out there. Man. This don't make no sense. Why are you the transporter? Just play basketball. <laughs> Shoot a three. Nobody got time for this. I don't know. He probably, I don't know. Probably. Been hanging with Conor McGregor too. Yeah. I'm, he got to stop. He yeah. well, he hanging with Zaza. Look, Zaza. If you don't know Zaza Pachulia, he used to play for the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. It's the first person I ever seen. No, second person I ever seen get in Kevin Garnett's face. First person is Anthony Peeler. Yeah, Anthony Peeler put elbows in his jaw. <laughs> Kevin Garnett never said nothing to Anthony Peeler again. Uh, Zaza Pachulia got into it. Look, when you. When a, when a person tells you they're from Georgia and they have a strong accent and they're really from the Georgia that's overseas, 
Leave him alone. Yeah. They go through stuff that we don't go through. Just leave him alone. Yeah. And Zaza was like, I'm not getting punked. You didn't even go to college. You dumb. Ho, 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 ho. You don't believe he's dumb? Go Google uh, Kevin Garnett's <laughs> SAT scores. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Is that wrong? Is that wrong? Just, he's, just a little bit. He's a Hall of Famer, though. Yeah, yeah. He's I, a Hall of Famer. I, hey, shout out to KG, man. But he went straight from high school to the pros, and it worked out for him. And they paid him to leave. Yeah, but part of the reason is he couldn't get into college. Um, let's go to our man law violation. <laughs> our most uh, uh, favorite part of the show. Uh, a lot of people, they actually start sending me suggestions now, so it's good. Uh-oh. This is not a suggestion, but um, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Tamika Tiny Harris Tiny from the group Escape And uh, wife of Tip mm. T.I. Clifford uh, Tiny was recently seen dancing And taking pictures with Floyd Mayweather mm. Who is a rival of Tip mm. T.I. Mm. Clifford uh, Let's give it a little backdrop Okay There was a picture that came out Mariah Carey, Floyd Mayweather And Tiny and some other people They yeah. took a picture together Right that was the first no-no. Tiny basically said, look, Mariah Carey told me to take this picture. I'm not going to deny the queen. I ain't got no problems with that. Mariah Carey's a legend. Cool. I understand. T.I. said, cool. I get it. Now, a video has showed up of Tiny dancing with Floyd Mayweather mm. at that same party. So, you try to play it off like, uh, I was forced to take a picture, but meanwhile, you were dancing with another guy. And this this wasn't no regular dance. Yeah, it was just dancing. It was, yeah, it's like, hey, I'm trying to take you home, kind of dance. It, it was dancing. <laughs> they were they were dancing. <laughs> it was they was into dirty dancing. dancing, and I ain't talking about juju on the beat. No, nah. they were dancing. So, is Floyd Mayweather violating man law by publicly associating with the wife of a known rival? Is he being petty, all that stuff? Yes, because it's Floyd Mayweather. I'm, I'm sorry. You just going to put it on just because it's him? Yes. So you just don't like him? No, I don't. Oh, that ain't fair, man. You got to be I unbiased. No, no, I don't like Floyd Mayweather. I just So I how's that, how's that, how's that violate man law? I mean, this was the same dude. This is the same dude that counts a million dollars in his bed. Count it by hand. Why do you need a million dollars in your bed? We we know you because it can't spell it. Oh, oh, oh. But, um, that's another. Oh, oh. Floyd don't want but, no problems. But, but I don't. I don't no but I don't like Floyd Mayweather. No, he got no problem with him. But but I mean, he can't read. But go ahead. That's that's true. He can't read. But, Just stain facts. I don't want no problems, Floyd. Don't come around me because I will shoot you. I'm not gonna fight we, you. We all know you're an established boxer. You had yes. a very, 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 very successful career. Yes. We know you made tons and tons of money mm. off of doing what you do. Do you really have to have a million dollars on hand in cash <laughs> in your bedroom? You're just hating right now. I'm not hating. That's not hate. Who sleeps with a million dollars? Floyd Mayweather. Could your problem be that he could have had another woman? He just decided to dance with Tiny. Was he trying to sneak and dance with Tiny? I I put it this way. It's kind of dark in that room. It was. Floyd Floyd could have been a victim at wrong place at wrong time. What you mean? Hey, 
I was here at the event, didn't know Tiny was going to be here. She popped up, interacted with Mariah. Hey, I'm getting the lap dance. Yeah. Okay. How you get, how you see that? <laughs> how, you get, how you get to the lap dance part? How you get to the dancing part? I don't, no, no. But I, I don't know. It, I mean, it's so many, it's so many scenarios of how that could have been played. That's true. But that's your You know who this is You know you got beef With his husband Her husband I mean I, st- I still think Hey He shouldn't have done that But Or at least Would have tried An attempt to stop it mm. you know, Something Put forth some kind of So effort. he should have tried to stop it he, I mean I would have tried to stop it Okay Okay S- Especially knowing Hey The little Misunderstanding You had with him before you definitely had a misunderstanding with Tip. You, you know, and I know Clifford. I, I know Clifford still carried two more pistols somewhere. Probably, you know, more than likely. But yeah, hey, who am I? Uh, uh, you are a member of the Four Home Fit Advantage Podcast um, today. So I'm gonna say that T- Floyd Mayweather did not violate man law. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, was he being petty? Yes, I don't think pettiness. Violates man law per se But You are not the one that's committed In a relationship That is true Tiny you are You violated wife law Right And wife law says If I got beef with him You I mean you You can be nice to him But ain't no cozy cozy I don't need to see you dancing with no like if I have beef with someone, which I don't. I'm a peaceable man. Uh, if I had beef with somebody, I don't want to catch you dancing with them. If I had beef with them, I wouldn't even want her taking the picture. I don't care who it That's is. That's true. It's true. Because I'm gonna tell you this little sneaky part. You gonna tell me it was Mariah, and I'm not gonna deny Mariah. There was I want to say five or six people in the picture. You took your picture right next to Floyd. I got beef with that. I got beef with that. Hit the nail right on the but head. But is that Floyd violating man law? I don't think so. I just, I, he ain't. He doesn't have a commitment to. Did Floyd try to stop it? No. no I, he he guilty. So he me. was inappropriate with a wife. Yeah. He know better. Uh, now that is a man rule. You cannot be inappropriate with another man's wife. You know he know about that it. is a violation. Whether he can't read or not, he know about it. Uh, right. Wrong is wrong. I normally don't change my views on these. I'm changing my view. Yeah, yeah. Floyd yeah. knows. He, he know you can't be inappropriate with another man's wife. And then especially the the, the misunderstanding the first time it, it was because of time. I mean, I mean, come on, come on now. First of all, I was shocked that Ti was ready to box <laughs> like immediately. I mean, he said he wanted the box, but I think me and you both know what the ending <laughs> the verdict was going to be. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, another year in the day. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, that, that, that's how the first misunderstanding started. And then we fast forward to now. Yeah. And, and you, then we still is, having this issue. This, this coming back up again. I, I mean, I, that is true. That is how the first one started. You exactly. was being too cozy with my wife. Exactly. So, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Floyd going to have to. That's true. Because I don't have no friends that are my friends that call my wife to hang with her by herself. Yeah, that makes no sense. That, that you know, that's, 
Okay. All right. Yeah, Floyd, you you violated man law. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got inappropriate with another man's wife. That's just not cool. I'm sorry. You can't can't get down like that, man. Oh God. I didn't even think about that. I was ready to blame Tiny for this whole thing. I mean, she oh, she definitely she, gets some She violated woman law, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, you she definitely gets blamed. Taking pictures, you caught dancing. I hope that he I hope T.I. knew about the dancing. Because if he didn't and I gotta find out through a video that's randomly dropped. Randomly, quote but unquote. It's, it's getting so deep now that somebody somebody reportedly made a fake page. Yeah. Tiny and was saying like, hey, uh, why can't I have male friends and tip just being jealous and you can't have male friends. We both friends with him. We are marriage, we're one. Exactly. We're no longer two. That, 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 I, I'm gonna tell you, do you think that I can go to my wife's friends and be like, Yeah, that's my friend. Hey, where you at? Hey, I'm over here with your friend. We have a dinner together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. Mm-mm. I'm 300 pounds, and my wife will stab me. <laughs> this is not okay. Mm-mm. This is not okay. Floyd's sitting over there, extreme dancing. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> he was extreme dancing with another man's wife. That sounds like a new sport that's about to come out. Extreme dancing. So yeah, yeah, and you got beef with him. So you're trying to be petty. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I mean, whether I like Floyd Mayweather or not, Floyd, you gonna take some blame on this, man. All that, all that money, yeah. million dollars you count in your bed, and you couldn't get Chili. What happened to Chili? I like Chili, even uh, though yeah. she, even though she a little picky. Yeah, you could have had Chili. He could have had a lot of people. He, yeah, he, he really, he really did. He could have. I, I don't. I mean, Nelly did take his woman. Oh, country grandma took his woman. No, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, didn't Rick Ross take his woman too? I think so. Mm. Floyd, um, <laughs> I'm, I don't want no problem, but yeah, according to a, a podcast for Home Field Advantage, Floyd Mayweather, you are in violation of man law because you was inappropriate with another man's wife. That's right. On top of the fact you got beef with the man, so you was adding in a little sprinkle of petty in there. Very. Both of those are, uh, I don't look at petty as much as a man law violation as much as that's just kind of lame if you live your life by being petty. But uh, you're dancing on my wife. Like that's, that's, that's how Even I, if I, we best friends, I got to come talk to you about that. Oh, we best friends. That's, that's just more subject for me. You know, hey, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fisticuffs. <laughs> exactly. Uh it's fisticuffs. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah. It's, it's going to be some furniture moving. <laughs> you dig? Yeah, that's all it is. You can tell we are from the South. All right, man. <laughs> this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. And Did you enjoy yourself? I enjoyed myself very much. I appreciate you having me. Uh, uh, and this is his second time kind of being on the show. The first time he tried to be on the show, he was late. ATL traffic, man, because all these people from out of town, everybody want to cut me off. Don't want to let a brother get to his destination on time. And yes, I left the house on time. Road rage. Yep, that's what that is. Uh, yeah, and, and and at that point, uh, told everybody how he will duck on his mother. Man, look, we're not gonna talk about it. You've already said what you got to say. You would dunk on your mama if it came. I said again, I still dunk on my mama. It don't make no sense, man. Tell the, people, tell the people where they can find you on social media, please. Hey, man, social media. Savage. Savage.com. 
Hey man, social media. Uh, you find me on Facebook. Is my government name is Anthony Moss M O S S. No relation to Randy Moss, and no, I have no money because he won't return my call. <laughs> Hysterical. <laughs> Broke life is fun, man. Very. You don't understand. Uh, excellent having you on the show, man. Got to have you back again. I can say it again. I've known you for a while. Uh, now met each other on the football field. Yeah, uh, uh, got closer to that, even to the point where you know he ended up being my captain on the football field, and I respected everything that man said. Yeah, I appreciate it, and that I man. taught him everything I know. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he pretty much did. Uh, of course, you can meet, you can find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook for Home Field Advantage Sports Trans Talk for Home Field Advantage uh, Sports Talk. Uh, feel free to message me on these on, on, on anything, man. I, I enjoyed the feedback. I love it when people let me know when when they see something good on the show. I love when people respond to the show. All right, so so feel free to do any of that. Uh, I will be getting on Snapchat. I say that every week that I'm gonna get on Snapchat for the show, and I don't do it. At this point, I'm a liar. Yeah. So I need to do that. Um, um, iTunes coming soon iTunes coming soon But make sure you just subscribe On SoundCloud And get that going uh, Got some great things Coming for the show Coming up soon Some new people Some new guests Some returning guests And always Great sports talk The way that you talk sports This is uh, uh, Ed you got any final words? Uh, nope He a savage That's all y'all need to know He's a savage A pure savage Cause he would dunk on his mother And cut people off And he has road rage I mean 20% road rage You know Nah you had a You you had about 65 and loading 65 (laughs) I take 65 You had about 65% and loading sir I take 65 Yeah But savage no I'm a very nice person That's a lie Once you get to meet me I'm washed He's a savage. You got to embrace your titles. Oh, man. Period. That's what it is. So how I, you get washed and I get savage? I don't know. <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. We out.